Welcome to Arch North. I'm your host, Michael Cast. Arch North, everything art. And I just chuckling before we started the podcast here, um, talking to Ray Strawn, uh, artist and do, and dare I say director? I think you did some directing, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Ray's, yeah in, Ray's in Winnipeg, and um, so we're laughing, just chuckling at the at the uh, technology we're trying some some new stuff here some remote podcasting i've done it before with an artist in colombia oh and it it seemed to work okay but uh this is a little different they've got some new platforms here on anchor and so we'll try it out i mean in light of everything that's going on the coronavirus and that uh, even in prince george i have to do some remote some remote uh, podcast interviews. How are you doing in Winnipeg, Ray? I'm doing good, man. I'm staying home with my dogs and doing stuff online a lot and, you know, trying to stay away from people. I'm an, intro- I'm an introvert, so I'm okay with that. Right? <laughs> I've, been a, I've been out of contract for a couple months, so I was kind of, I'm, I'm kind of used to it also. Oh, have, well, you know, I was going to ask about that. I was going to ask about, you know, the new term is gig workers, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, that that seems to be the 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 turn of phrase or the the moniker that they've given people that that work in the music industry and and the theater industry, whether it be on the tech side or on the stage, like yourself. And mm-hmm. um, so, so you haven't been affected because you you haven't had any contracts in a while. Is that right? Yes, the timing uh, on on the beginning end has been okay because I've I've uh, finished a Shakespeare show and I've been kind of chilling at home with the dogs, so it's kind of like day to day has been the same. But yeah. uh, then we got you know, as you say, gig work. We got gig works coming up, which uh, aren't very far away. So I'm kind of on pins and needles, uh, waiting yeah. for decisions from the theater companies. So where was your last show? You said you did some Shakespeare. I did some Shakespeare in Winnipeg, and before that, I did a new puppet piece in Winnipeg uh, for Winnipeg Jewish Theater, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, was looking to be remounted in Toronto uh, coming up, which is also kind of up in the air right now because of what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah. And so many uncertainties, eh? You know? So yeah, many exactly. uncertainties. Especially- Especially when we travel with a lot of our contract work, it uh, doesn't make it any easier. And I, yeah, I think creatives all over the country, all all over the world, you know, uh, students who were 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 graduating this this spring, and they, you know, there's nothing there for them, and their shows have been canceled. You know, I mean, visual arts yeah. students, and then and then theater students who you know have look forward to a promising. I mean, it's tough. It's tough already, you know uh-huh. that that that. Uh, it's not an easy biz. The, no, it's not an easy biz. Any creative business is is not is not that easy. What yeah, about yeah. equity? Are they are they uh, is equity? You know, are they are they? I mean, they're supposed to be there for the the theater. Uh, you know the actors and the stage managers and 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 the production people. Are they are are they there for you guys? 
Uh, for my needs, they've been they've been great. I haven't had to call into the office or anything. Uh, but in regards to them constantly keeping us informed as to as to what they're doing and the information available to us and what our benefits are and what we are uh, entitled to or what we can do to help and some fundraisers that are coming up. So they, they keep us in the know. And so for my use of equity and uh, how I use them, it's, it's been good so far. Oh, that's fantastic. That's good to hear. That's yeah. good to hear. And I know that um, I know the federal government just announced um, some help for, I, I guess it would be contract workers and yeah. and pretty much your own business, right? You're, you're, you're self-employed if you think about exactly. it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's good news. I mean, hopefully this doesn't last too long. No, um, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the theater gods uh, will help us out here and hoping that gigs that I have don't get canceled, unfortunately, for other fellow artists and actors that, uh, that had work lined up through the spring uh, and a lot of this have been canceled, which sucks. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of uh, I'm on the edge of that right now. We have I think we have a drop dead date in a couple of weeks, so... We'll do you know Bergsy? Do you know Bergsy? She's a pr- uh, production manager. She did some work in in um, at Theater Northwest, and I think she's in Edmonton now. She's she's having a rough go, you know, with lots of yeah, lots yeah. of contracts. So yeah. yeah. Who's she? Is she with like? Uh, is she just a uh, self contract out in Edmonton, or is she yeah. with company? Independent, yeah. <laughs> So yes. she 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 does her thing all over the. I met her in, I met her in. She did a couple shows at Theater Northwest here in Prince George, and mm-hmm. that's where we met. That's where we met. I had such a great time on that show. That head of show was amazing. It was amazing. It was a good cast, and yeah, it was great. I was telling somebody. I was telling somebody um, the other. The other day, yesterday, actually, I, I was mentioning that I was going to do a remote podcast with you, mm-hmm. and uh, and I remember the um, just to wax poetic here. Um, I, <laughs> I remember <laughs> or whatever it's called. The term is I. I remember sitting in in uh, in rehearsals, and it was the, the 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 time when you and Lauren Brotman, who played Hedda, um, mm-hmm. were ad libbing. You just for doing the scene or the scene yeah, where, yeah. where, where, um, Elliot picks up the drink. Right. Right. And I had tears. I've never cried in a rehearsal. Oh, that was, I uh, never cried in a rehearsal. Yeah. Rehearsal, that was the rehearsal space was, is an amazing space. I, I often tell people that I, I enjoy the rehearsal hall sometimes more than, uh, the performance itself. It's, it's, it's a chance where you really get to open up to different people and, uh, the vibe in the room is so important and it's such a special place. So uh, almost a holy place for me. So, so that, that's great mm-hmm. to hear that. It's great to hear that. you What, um, what Shakespeare did you just finish up? Uh, I did Othello. We did an independent production of Othello here in Winnipeg. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was for Shakespeare Fest every year. Uh, Royal NTC does a master playwright festival and focuses on a specific playwright and this year it was shakespeare for the 20th anniversary and then they announced that they're not going to do it anymore so uh, what so, yeah it was a farewell which is which is a shame because it was such a great uh festival for a lot of indie companies uh to you know put their resources together and put on a good production and 
have it been seen by a lot of people because the audience uh, and the promotion that you get being with the, the festivals is, is great more than you can do on your own sometimes. Sadly, sadly, I think uh, a lot of independent companies, small mm-hmm. companies are going to be, are going to uh, really, really feel the, the pinch from this. Yeah. Well, definitely, it's 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 going to be hard, especially when they're so dependent on on their gate. That that's uh, it's a rough go. It's a rough go. And public and public and public funding as well. Right? That money is money yeah. is going to be diverted to other to other things. Eh? But um, yeah. who knows? It may be a rebirth. Are you? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's been getting cut for for the last twenty five or thirty. Yeah. 35 or 40 years, eh? Exactly, exactly. It's, it's, it's amazing to me that cities, big cities, uh, can promote themselves on being an art city and then proceed to cut funding. It's, uh, it's I, I agree. Where other cities, um, I have a friend, an artist friend who's traveling through, through South America. I'm going to try and hook, hook up with him in the next in the next day or so and, and get a report from him. Hopefully he's, he's doing, he's in Peru right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the cities in, in South America where you would think it would be harder for them to only because of the, only because of the social upheaval and, and the, and, and, and the lack of yeah. funding and that they do, they do have fantastic museums museums right. that are free and ga- galleries that are free and 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 you know theater that's just vibrant and, and how come they can do it it's amazing and we eh? can't the state funding of, of arts and yeah yeah and we just i think you know i don't know if we as a society or or a nation don't perhaps we don't put as much value on on that, I don't understand. I mean, I'm sure I'm I, biased. I think that's right? totally it. I, I, no, I think that's totally it. Uh, I think the arts have been devalued big time. Um, can you say, especially in the last 25 years, when you see this funding being cut? Uh, yeah, it's disappointing. You know, when the art, the the uh, what the Canada Film Board was huge tv ontario was huge back in late 70s early 80s it was mm-hmm. and and i remember being in toronto and it was just a it was just a vibrant scene right back in yeah. the, you know it, it, but it, that was sort of the end of that golden era <laughs> right? yeah yeah of cultural growth i don't know how when winnipeg i don't know if they still do it now do they still put on the street festival where they close down like like cbc used to do three stages they used to close down portage and maine mm-hmm. and they do they still do that what well, we they have a festival uh also in the summertime like we have a lot of festivals in winnipeg slash manitoba over the summertime but there's a festival called many fest where they close down some of broadway and memorial boulevard and it's a bit mm-hmm. like uh, they have the the street, uh, what do you call it, the food truck festival going on at some time. They have movies going on at nighttime, and they have uh, I think they have two stages for music, and they have games all across the all across Broadway. So it's a big like family event. You're really involved in the scene there in Winnipeg, aren't you? Uh, I. In the theater scene, yeah, like it's it's a small theater scene. So once you're in, you're kind of in. Uh, 
I kind of got in through the Winnipeg Fringe Festival. Uh, I have a degree in rec management from the U of M. Uh, I don't have my degree in theater. Uh, and my internship was to work with the Winnipeg Fringe Festival. Um, and I had, had a great time. They kept me on as the outdoor site manager and coordinator. And I've been doing that, I'd say, for about 12 years now. A couple years off in the middle there would travel for work. But So I've been really involved in that way and being involved in that festival. You get to work with other festivals and you work with a lot of artists in the city, a lot of musicians. So, uh, yeah, working with the Finch Festival has definitely opened my opportunities and... Uh, uh, and my interaction with the other festivals in the city. Well, I know we were talking um, about Apollo Sun. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. Are fantastic, yeah. Who are fantastic. Um, what is, I guess, psychedelic jazz kind of is the term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we talked about them because they were, they were, I, somebody, I do a jazz show, as you know, here, yeah. or I, I used to, I don't know if it, we're in sort of flux right now with everything that's going on, but mm. when I was introduced to them by the station manager, he said, "Here, I got this. I got this CD. They sent a CD, and I, and at first I listened to it, and then I, you know, I didn't. I, I was like, oh, you know, right? It's, but then I got deeper into it. And I'm like, shit, man, <laughs> <laughs> these guys are really good. They are. Like, they I really like good. them. Yeah, I think that and." They've been playing at the Fringe for a long time. They've been playing for Fringe for a long time. They're one of the first bands that I program at the outdoor stage. And they not only are they great musicians, but they're great people to work with. So, um, yeah, yeah, they're they're awesome. Have, have they played in, in Prince George? Well, I was hoping to. Um, you were here. Yeah, that was wicked. I was so surprised. Like, and even beyond Cold Snap, the music scene in Prince George is pretty happening. Uh, is. Oh, that's an old term, eh? Pretty happening. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coming to Prince George, I was like, "What am I gonna do? What, what is there to do?" And then you get here, and there's a lot. There's great music going on, and there's a a vibrant restaurant scene happening. So, uh, yeah, well, it was great. Yeah, they they didn't. I asked the I asked the the, uh, the director of Cold Snap if if she would. They did not even have. They didn't have a jazz and blues night this year. I was I was I was really disappointed. And really? well, you know, I guess they put it on. They have different themes for each night, and 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 this year they yeah. had they had a they had more of a Latin festival, which is great because I love Latin music. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had just recently. Uh, you you like the blues? You like the blues? I love blues. Kenny Blues Boss Wayne was here, and um, so we get some we get some relative. David Gogo is hope we're hoping to get him to come up, and and we get some you know relatively good names. And yeah, you're right. The music yeah. scene the music scene is happening. It's vibrant and. It is. And we get a lot of musicians coming up from Vancouver that that come to play up here just because of that, because it's cheaper to live. And yeah, then yeah. here we have we have a couple we have a couple independent record labels. Okay, I have no idea. Yeah, and uh, and so they're they're um, hanging out, so they come up here. But uh, that's right, you went to see who was it? Did you go? Oh, you saw AJ Croce. Yes, yes, yes. I was with Heather. You went with yes. Heather Thompson. Yeah, you hooked us up with tickets, didn't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I couldn't make it, so I, I, uh, yeah. I was gave the tickets to you guys. I was so happy that you that you uh, to give some, you know, to give 
um, um, tickets to somebody who I knew would appreciate, right? No, it was awesome. That was such a good night. It was a really good night. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get get a hold of Heather. I know she's probably uh, going through a lot of the same stuff that uh, everybody in yeah. the industry is going through. So when you you say you've got some contracts coming up, what what does it look like for you? Well, I have. I'm supposed to do Shakespeare in Winnipeg. We have an outdoor Shakespeare company called Shakespeare in the Ruins, mm-hmm. and that happens in um, it's a it's a little it's a little suburb outside of Winnipeg uh, called Saint Norbert, just, mm-hmm. just about 15 minutes away from the U of M, mm-hmm. and they do their show in the uh, the ruins of the Trappist Monastery out there. Oh. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great way. It's a, it's a moving show, uh, done promenade style. I guess is what they call it. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to do um, Winter's Tale this year with a French and English cast. So, oh, that'll be I was really yeah. I was super excited to do that, and uh, so we'll know uh, what they decide to do in a couple weeks. They've been also also the the companies and the ads have been have been great about being in contact with uh, contracted artists and being open and giving us all the details that they can at the moment. So they've been really good at that and they're giving us a date that we can look forward to. We'll know exactly what's going on with the, with the contract. So Mm -hmm. we'll see about that in a couple of weeks. And then rainbow stage also is coming up in Winnipeg and you know, that's uh, a thousand seat show plus and it's the wizard of Oz. So It'll sell well, so it won't sell well if people gotta stay home. That's and right. I'm sure, a lot of people will be paranoid to go out. I would be. Well, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I still have to work, and my my lovely muse, uh, she start just started with the Northern Health Authority here, so that's a bit, oh, you know, she's going into places yeah. where, right? Uh, and I and I just gave. Um, I I just noticed the young fella that her her our youngest there who who lives in the basement the, the, uh, I call him the troll in the basement uh, <laughs> he uh, he just had some food delivered and I'm like man oh man you don't understand the gravity of the situation even even that is a bit you know that even that's a bit you know like a week ago I would never think of it. I wouldn't think twice about having somebody come now. It's like, Oh dude, you know, like you gotta be, I don't know. You know, it's not like people, I don't think people are going out to infect each other on purpose. At least I would hope not, but we just don't know. Right. We just don't know. No, like people got to do their day to day thing. And you know, it's, it's a weird thing to navigate around. We all need food and, I have a grocery mart right behind my place. I have Safely right there. But it's like, well, I can't just walk in like I do on the daily. It's like, I got to plan for the week now because I don't want to be walking in there on the daily. Yeah, yeah. I know for us, it was a the whole the whole supply chain thing was a you know, concern for me. Uh, uh-huh. that's, that created a lot of anxiety. You know, a lot of anxiety, sure. and I, and then and then and then I'm fortunate enough to be able to still be working. Uh, yeah. We I work in I work in as a as a graphic designer now with the local newspaper. So and nice. uh, so I mean it's 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 tough. I'm watching you know things sort of you know advertisers are not spending, and so we. But I'm not in the situation that a lot of my. Uh, a lot of my artist friends, my uh, you know my peers in that in that field are, 
especially uh-huh. like I said, uh, you know, musicians and 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 people oh. that work in theater and. So, uh, it, you know, I don't know what will happen. I don't know what will happen. I'm not I'm not going to worry about what's going to happen. I just worry about what's happening right now today, right? Yeah. And, of course, you know, you can you can count the loss of, of wages and, and hours in the rehearsal hall and showtime, but people don't account for how much work we put in before we show up in the first day of rehearsal hall. We put in the time for auditions. We put in the time for researching. We put in the time to learn our lines or choreography or songs. It's like... You know, there's all that work that, that mm-hmm. that's gone. Mm-hmm. That's gone. All that prep work, designers, all their work. The majority of it is uh, designing is done before we reach there. So mm-hmm. you know, you, people don't think about that who aren't in the biz. And you know, that's I'm not I'm not saying shame, shame, but you know, there, there's so much work that's not accounted for that that's not only not being seen, but. Yeah, it's, oh, definitely. It's tough. I mean, yeah, artistic directors are setting it. You know, they set up these these shows a year ahead of time. Yeah, you know, for the, for for any given theater company and and theater and yeah, people don't. And it's yeah, it's not it's not that they it's not that they don't care. It's just that people don't know. Yeah, exactly. The amount of work that goes into the, the amount of work by the number of people. Yeah. You know, that go into into different shows and uh, but that, so I, this I'm going to step back here a bit and go back to your U of M. So yeah, of and you said and this is what I, this is I find inspiring because Heather, who I mentioned earlier, Heather Thompson, who's a stage manager all yeah. over the country, does fa- just fantastic to work with. Um, mm. She is not formally trained, so she didn't take theater tech, and you haven't. Um, you didn't have any formal training, correct? You just yeah, well, didn't go to I went to U of M um, with the intention of working in sports. Sports has always been my 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 passion. Uh, oh, you must be dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Jets season ticket holder, so I can't go to games. And uh, it's not just it's not just going to games, but you know, like me and my sister, we go to a game every year for her birthday, and that's not going to happen. So it's, yeah. it's not just watching the game; it's the event and the memories that you share that just aren't going to be there. Uh, but anyways, um, the plan was to work into sports marketing, sports management, event management, and uh, I was a horrible public speaker, so I just on a whim took theater at university as an elective and. I got into a show at the end of the year, and I just fell in love with it. I got you, eh? Yeah, I totally did. And it, it didn't get me right there where I was like, oh, I'm going to do this for a job. It's just something I love doing. Uh, yeah. So I, I took it some more in university, and I did a couple shows. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should think about doing this professionally. And yeah, here I am, kind of. So I owe it all to the theater company. What's that? I owe it all to the Black Hole Theater Company. Like, uh, it, it was the perfect situation for someone who wasn't thinking about theater to, to, to find his way through it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I remember, though, we were, I was giving you a lift, and I think it was um, Stuart. Mm. Stuart uh, Arnott. You know last names. Yeah, Arnott. Is it oh, Arnott? Yeah, yeah. Arnott. Um, and... Uh, you you're uh you're uh you were talking about working you maybe wanted to work into in in the in the um cannabis dispensary <laughs> yeah you case. were talking about that yeah 
just in case, right? Yeah, it's, it's a side gig. It's a side gig that I, I think I'd love to do since I, uh, I love my cannabis without a doubt. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I kind of wish I had the side gig right now. I kind of wish because they're open. They're open. They're not going to close. Service. I was just going to say, are they an essential service? Them and yeah, the liquor yeah. stores, right? Liquor stores. Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah, and um, like for me, because I because I don't, uh, own, you know, my choice. I mean, and other reasons that I won't get into. I just I just can't partake as much as I would like to. And when I was younger, it was like we had what we had three choices. I had we had you know three choices. Now I'm hearing about all this stuff, and then I was listening to you while you were in the back seat, and you're explaining this this strain to spirit, <laughs> and I'm like. I'm like son of a bitch, man. Like, what? How, how? <laughs> you you got to have your passions, right? You got to have your passions. Yeah, um, passion theater. You know, I, 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 I probably won't. Uh, sadly, I, I won't be able to. I mean, equity, equity didn't come through for me in 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 that instance. So, so all mm. the credits that I received while working at Theater Northwest are, I wouldn't say wasted because I made some some fantastic connections and some and some friendships that have lasted over over the while even long distance like you and i and you're in winnipeg and we back right yeah and uh but uh i think the passion yeah we have to have our passion and mine has changed and i think we evolve our passions evolve and change as we get older eh? Mm -hmm. oh without a doubt without a doubt and and so you went from sports to theater and uh -huh. still in Jersey, it was a little thing somebody said hockey season was canceled one day the next day the university of saskatchewan came up with a with a coronavirus cure <laughs> no, no doubt eh? no doubt but, in Canada. um and uh so you're going to be going down to toronto hopefully 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 in the fall hopefully that'll come that'll come through I love I love working in Toronto. It's one of my favorite cities to to visit and work. I don't know if I'd want to live there. Cost of living is crazy, but just the talk about music scenes. Just to be able to walk out almost every night and venture into something good is is great. When I was living there, I lived there. Yeah, like I said, in the in the late seventies and early eighties, and it was just it was just. Uh, I mean, all the con. I mean, just the concerts come, the big concerts, but also, also the small theater, theater passerai, yeah, yeah, uh, and 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 just some of the larger stuff. The Winter Garden. They had just finished renovating the Winter Garden Theater in Toronto, and oh, that's cool. And, uh, and so that's when my wife and I went to visit Toronto, I hadn't been there in 25 years, but I said, I want you to come and see a play, and I want you to see a play at the Royal Alex. Yeah, yeah. And so we went to see Backbeat, and it was it was uh, a, the song about um, Stewart uh, or Ian Stewart from the Beatles uh, mm -hmm. when he when the Beatles first started. But it was a it was a play where there was technical stuff, and I wanted her to see something like that for her first experience. Right? That's awesome. That theater's amazing. That theater's wonderful. Yeah, it's beautiful. I don't think it's going to be around for, for very long. Yeah, yeah. I got to do a show there a couple of years ago and just walking up the stairs and seeing pictures of the performers that were there and it's insane. It's, uh, well, it's the oldest, I think it's the oldest in the country. 
Oh, really? I'm not sure. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. It's... Yeah, I think it's the oldest theater in the country. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So you got that going on. You've got you still hooked up with Fringe. You know that's probably up in the air too, right? Yeah, yeah. Coincidentally, got an email today about you know giving us a heads up about possibility of things might being delayed, but they'll keep us informed as we go on. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Ray, I want to thank you for taking the time. Yeah, of course, brother. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we don't have to, I don't have to end it now. What, what were you going to say? It's weird. weird that you kind of have to plan the event like it's going to happen, because if you don't, then you're screwed. But it, it can be canceled. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird times, brother. Weird times. It's, it's like I want to act as if, but then I feel like I can't. Exactly. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? I want to be I want to behave as if everything's normal, but in the back of my head, I just know it's not. Yeah, and, and the thing with the job is too, you got to contact vendors and performers. It's like, yo, you want to perform? You want to do so and so? Okay, your fees are do so and so, and then if it doesn't happen, you're gonna have to have a conversation with these people. Like, yo, sorry, a big part of your income is not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That's twelve mm-hmm. days. We were lucky. We, yeah. Yeah, we were lucky. We just pulled away. We were able to get our art battle here in Prince George. I don't know if you're familiar with art battle. Oh. 16 artists get together and we've got 20 minutes. So there's four rounds of four rounds of four, three rounds of uh, three. No, there's 12 artists, three rounds of four. And then a final round um, that's picked from the previous three mm-hmm. rounds plus a wild card. We got 20 minutes to do a painting. So 20 minutes to do an 18 by 20. Oh, no, it was 20 by 30 painting with Pete with the music going and the lights and and people standing over your shoulder and photographers right next to you. It's a lot of fun. But we had 200 people there. We couldn't have done this without, you know, we couldn't have done this during, you know, this was only a week and a half before things went weird. It's amazing how fast it turned, eh? Yeah. And now they're, it's, I mean, it's an, it's an international thing and they've had to, they've adapted. I mean, they'll do streaming, right? Yeah. They'll do streaming art battles, which is not really the same, but uh, yeah, it's just so surreal. I sit in the house and I, and I feel like just outside my door is this yeah. thing, right? Yeah. It's a thing. It's there. It's just this, this nebulous <laughs> sort of, you I don't house, know. It's right? crazy. I'm all like, I'm okay in the house, right? I'm safe in the house, you know, but, and even at work, it's like, if somebody coughs. Oh, yeah. Right? Or I'm walking, I'm always walking down the hall and I coughed and my, my publisher, she just turned around and stared at me. I'm like, no, no, I just happened to like <laughs> swallow some spit the wrong way. <laughs> even, even myself, you know, I was at the mark a couple of days ago and this dude was standing really close to me. Like waiting in line, I'm like, yo, there's yellow lines on the floor. Separate, give me some room. It's uh-huh. like, some people are so oblivious to what's yeah. going on. It's like, come on, fight. Or I get, or when they get incredulous that you've yeah. asked them to step back. Well, I don't, I don't have it. I'm like, yeah, you may not, but yeah. you don't know if I do or not. And then yeah, they well, back off. Like 10, 14 days. So what the fuck are you doing? Sorry, I just swore. Uh, that's okay we're, we're not we don't have okay. any crtc guidelines oh. on a podcast right oh, yeah. yeah no i get that and 
it's a it's a it's just yeah. a different reality now right it's a different reality well who knows how long it's going to last and who knows what the what the impact is going to be over the next two yeah, over the next exactly. 10 years you know well not you know let alone the next 10 months like i, I don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna stay connected and i'm gonna be with my people and and i hope you i hope things really ray i hope things work out and and we can get past this and the show start up. I yeah. mean, people need that. And I think, I, I, I want to believe that, that after people have gone through this, that, that they'll, they'll have a thirst for that for cultural sure. stuff. For right? sure. Definitely. Definitely. We'll be part of that research you know? society. <laughs> and you, you keep bringing it to him, man. You keep that out alive in Prince George. All right. Thanks, Thank you so much, Ray. Pleasure. I'll let you know when I have this up and going. All right. Take care. Take care, brother. This episode was recorded, produced, and edited at Strange Trip Studios here in beautiful Prince George, British Columbia. For more great content, check out our Facebook page, Arts North BC, or our website, artsnorthbc.wixsite.com forward slash arts dash north. You can also find us on YouTube. Just look for Arts North. Thanks for listening. I'm Michael Cast for Arts North. <laughs>